One Nation Under Pod is brought to you by Unbuckled.com. Everyone loves a crisp, clean outfit, but what's one element you wish you could improve? That loud clanking noise that you just can't fix, the buckle that could dig into your skin or or crease the lovely leather of your belt. That's why Unbuckled.com offers people a simple solution, the belt without the buckle. I know. It's so simple, why didn't we think of it now? When you set up an account with unbuckle.com, they will send you five of their most pristine leather circles. That's right, no buckle, just a leather circle that you can then put onto your pants. Honestly, uh, so I've been I've been working with unbuckle.com for a couple weeks now, and it's been interesting. Um, I've, I've gotten to the point where I can smooth the leather over the hip bones. Um, but it's not really, I don't quite understand. I don't know. Ryan, do you, uh, do you have any Francis, insight here? Here's the thing about uh, uh, unbuckled.com. You need to, when most people measure themselves for pants, they get pretty close. Oh, I'm a 34, I'm a 36. But really what you are is, you, oh, is you're probably a 33.78. And with unbuckled.com, when you use their smart measuring tape, which is only a $59.99 add-on. It will measure your waist to the literal centimeter. They will send you a belt that you then step into, pull up and slide up and over, snugly over the hips. The belt does the job. Let me tell you, just the other night, I wanted to sneak up on my wife and give her a big surprise hug because that's the kind of goofy gust that I am. Uh, ordinarily, if I were wearing a regular belt with a buckle, do you know what would have happened? Jingling, surprise ruined. But with unbuckle.com, I'm able to sneak up on her, give her that hug. I can't bend over too far. The belts do not allow for too much range of motion. No, the pants in that just area. slip right out. I, that's why, I mean, have they figured out, like, am I supposed to be folded into the belt loops? Do we know? Unbuckle.com is one of our few remaining sponsors here on One Nation Under Pod, and we just couldn't be more thrilled to use the product every day. I'm wearing mine right now because I missized myself and cannot take it off. Yes. Okay. You know what? You're you're right. Unbuckle.com. It's a spectacular investment. I would recommend all of our listeners to go go to Unbuckle.com and make sure to enter One Nation Under Pod in binary at checkout that's right so you're going to want to enter one zero zero one 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 zero one one zero 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 one zero zero one 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 zero zero one 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 zero 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 one 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 zero one zero one one zero zero at checkout to get 25 percent off and here's the show Hello, hello, and welcome to One Nation Under Pod. I'm Francis Ford Coppola. I'm Ryan Pfefferman. And, uh, well, that's the end of the show right there. Because yep. Good I night, everybody. Of, good night. I can't <laughs> think of anything to mention except for... Debates! Debates. Oh, oh it's, like a, it's like a chocolate sundae right next to a finished term paper. That's debates for me. That's the feeling I get. What about you, Ryan? It's like if you took a s'mores and put the whole thing in the fire and roasted it and then packaged it between a larger s'mores. <laughs> Sounds like my son. Summers at Lake Awankatak. Oh, oh, that sounds nice. Uh, well, uh, that's right. This Thursday, the debate is happening. 
And we've got three major candidates. You all know them. You all love them. Nobody, friend of the pod. Kaylee Girlboss, friend of the pod. And the Cream Jr. family, friend of the pod, going toe to toe. I don't know which one I love more. I don't know what I'm going to. Oh, I just I know I'm excited to get in. I wish I could vote for all of them. But even more exciting than the candidates are the guests we will have for you later in the show tonight. We've got the moderators of this debate. Francis, what are their names? We've got Blaine De La Vega and Nick Kino. That's right. We've got Blaine De La Vega and Nick Kino here on the show. We're going to be talking debate moderating strategies. We're going to be talking. (laughs) Hold on. Did I screw something up? No. Did we get those names right? Did we get the names right? Okay. Okay. Anyway. All right. right. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Uh. So we've got <clears throat> we've got Blaine De La Vega and Nick Kino, this week's debate moderators, talking to us about moderating strategies, how to cut a candidate off, how to tease out an answer they're trying to slip away from, and how to nail that candidate down. Ah, oh, it's like when they would do a death match in professional wrestling. Even though you were pretty sure nobody was actually going to die, what if they did? I mean, what could happen if someone pulls out one of the more physical attacks on that debate stage, the ones we've come to know and love, right? You've got a list. I know you do in your head. You keep a list of some of your favorite debate strategies. I think we should get these out. Let's talk about them. Absolutely. What are so, you looking for? To what are you looking for tomorrow night? Now, as you know, I was Kerry O'Connor's debate prep, so I would be the stand-in uh, for his opponent. Like when he went up first against Nerve Blank, I was his stand-in for that. When he went up against uh-huh. Cynthia Arantia, I was the uh-huh. stand-in for that. And I really wanted to be the stand-in for Aranius Hobostus Jr. the third. Sadly, I couldn't be in there for that one. Uh, of course, we had our, our assistant speechwriter, Nick Flowers, stand in for that. Oh, but, good old Nick. So my favorite debate strategy, so my favorite that he would pull off was the triangulation strangulation. Mm. And mm-hmm. this only really works in a primary. And that's when I ally myself with one other person on the stage so hard that suddenly it becomes a two-on-one against that third candidate. So I think Kerry O'Connor was just like, well, of course I agree that we should be increasing tariffs on grain imports by two points to Cynthia Ronthia. And now all of a sudden, Borco Flank can't figure out what to do. Now he's got a two against one. All of a sudden then Borco Flank's off the stage and now I turn back to my supposed ally and eliminate. God. The thrill, the thrill of watching this, the thrill of seeing these professional politicians going toe to toe. It makes me wish that I could be there in person. Wait a minute. Uh, What's that? uh, Francis, what are you doing Thursday night? Oh, I think I'm doing my usual salt bath and nail Mm -hmm. treatment. Oh, wait, Mm -hmm. no. I'm going to be at the debate with you, Ryan. Oh, and I will be there with you. That's right, folks. Your favorite political podcasters are going to be hosting a very special segment of the debate, and I cannot wait to find out what we are expected to do. It's going to be epic. My gosh. Yeah, if it's it's how... If it's <coughs> offering the candidates their thoughts on housing policy, my God, it's, oh, it's going to be Christmas ass- and New Year's and last year's birthday all wrapped into one. 
I assume we're going to be interviewing each candidate live on stage as they're trying to get their talking points out. And I am looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it's going to be maybe a 20 to 30 minute interview with each candidate. Uh-huh. And live us. on stage. Live yes. on stage at the While debate. That's the what other I would candidates sit patiently. Perhaps we'll even moderate the whole thing. Just yeah. kidding, folks. We've got some great moders- moderators here with us tonight coming later on oh, the show. Maybe they'll have a bit more info for us. Stick, stay tuned. Now, Ryan, what were some of your favorite debate strategies? Oh, my goodness. I would say one of my very favorites is probably called the Screaming Banshee. Now, O'Connor famously used this in his very first senatorial run way back in 2000. It wasn't a successful run, but I think that everyone remembers the debate when he ran up to Richard Nixon Jr. the third, got in his face, and just let loose with a I can only describe as a sonic boom of high-pitched emotion, sound. Uh, the people who were there say that the very room shook when a young O'Connor let this phone loose right in Nixon's face. Nixon was clearly shaken. Uh, it looked like maybe his glass eye had potentially even shattered in the attack. It was I believe he swallowed it. No, I believe it. Oh, it that's fell, what it was. Yeah, it that's fell back right. and he swallowed it. Fell back. Perfect. Uh, and, and I think that what happened there sort of uh, changed change the tone for politics from then on. It opened up a new range of acceptable debate behavior. And I was pretty excited about that. And I still remember seeing it. And I just hope that we see something like the, the triangulation strangulation or the screaming banshee live on that debate stage Thursday night. I mean, we might see some of our other favorites, the pop and strike, the, the dosy death, the lover's uh-huh. curse. Uh, the ice cream swirl. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that one. The carpet this, roll up. Yeah, this the is a fruit roll podcast. up. I mean, oh boy. Now, some might be asking, why is there so much violent language and imagery in talking about politics when really politics should just be about how these individuals are going to be coming up with some solutions for the common citizen? And I got to say, it's just more fun that it's way. Just fun. It's just, it's more just fun, fun that way. It's you know? really about the. If, look, if politics isn't fun, why bother? Yep. That's what I've always said. Oh. Back back when I was running for a treasurer of my second grade class. I assume you won. No, no. Someone pulled the lover's curse on me during the debate. Oh. So, uh, it was did ugly. You fire, did you fire your campaign manager in front I of the did. whole cafeteria? I did. They got expelled. Oh, good. Good for you. They should never work in politics again. Speaking of politics, did you see the attack ad that nobody dropped this week against little Kaylee Girlbouse? I did, and I was so happy to see that they used the hashtag birthed on our very own podcast. Hashtag, hashtag save, save Kaylee. Kaylee. You know, it's just, uh, I didn't get in this to be changing the direction of the race, but uh-huh. now that we are, it, it's, it's moving, you know? I have never before been a, a kingmaker. I've always aspired to be one. I never really knew what the word meant. But now that I understand uh, and assume that I am one, it feels pretty darn good. Who knows? Maybe tonight's guests will unleash a hashtag of their own. Now, kingmaker, <sighs> of course, being because after the 28th Amendment, the president will effectively be king of Iowa. Right. So. Uh, which and- is a... Uh, I think an interesting and and valuable turn of events when it comes to dairy exports. Yes, which brings us to our next item. Richard Cream Jr. filming himself watching attack ads against himself. Pretty sad. Watching that, I felt kind of uncomfortable. 
the, there was a the, lot of crying. A lot of crying, um, a lot of sadness, a lot of uh, uh, tears, I want to say, a lot of sort of negative emotions, uh, rather unbecoming of a presidential candidate. And, yeah, and I mean, frankly, I remember back in 1964 when George McGovern went on Edward R. Murrow and just cried yeah. for the entire just hour. Just bawled it out, hugged it out at the end, just yeah. bawling and bawling. He read that weird poem at the end. Until Phyllis Schlafly walked on stage and punched him in the chin. Yeah, so it was just... Someone had to do it. Yeah, and that didn't work out well for anybody. As we all know, LBJ no. went back and went on to serve another three terms. So it was a confusing strategy, and I don't know if it's really going to pay off for him. I frankly also find uh, living in the age of the reaction to the reaction video to be a little bit disconcerting. and I, It makes me wonder, you know, what's next? Does nobody film themselves watching cream watching them watching him watching uh zook no. uh, pox pox sun burning the barn down watching the cows you know it's it's enough to make someone wonder why we cover politics in the first place because no, frankly it, watching someone cry is the opposite of fun now watching someone get punched in the face hilarious yes and so you can hear a lot more of our thoughts on this on our youtube channel uh <laughs> Uh, one one nation under one 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 nation under tube, uh, where we go through each of these commercials and talk about them as we're watching them and let you know exactly what you need to know in understanding these. So, if you want to get a great reaction to the reactions, to the reactions, to the reactions, I would definitely make sure you head to our tube channel there, which is of course one nation dot video dot play dot wmz dot mov dot tube. And you will need the Floss player installed in your browser yes. to watch that. That's not Flash. That's Floss, F-L-O-S-S, the Floss player. Uh, I believe it is Korean in origin. You're going to have to say yes to a lot of terms and conditions that are yeah. not in English, but I'm sure it's fine. And make sure you're playing Floss through VLC, and then you should be all set. So <laughs> enjoy, because uh, that, that's a nightly show. Please tune in. <sighs> Uh, Francis, the last thing I wanted to touch on before we get to our guests is, uh, I believe someone has a birthday tomorrow. Yes, that's true. Uh, Adlai Stevenson is having his 85th birthday tomorrow, which brings a tear to my eye. Another presidential failure, but I think a noble one. Francis, your attempt to deflect is touching. I believe you have a birthday tomorrow and I want to know how are you going to be celebrating? <laughs> well, I think I'm going to be uh, getting up in the morning, going to be scrolling through Twitter to see how this, how, how my birthday is affecting the race because who knows oh, what's man. happening now. Kingmaker. Yep. And then uh, Jeraniah and I are leaving the children with the au pair and we are going on a pre-screening submarine ride. That's right, where we have been pre-screened. We took our two-week test, and we are going on a submarine with three other couples, all who've taken the test, being captained by a, a submarine pilot. We have The details are unclear on him. but uh, And we're going to be going through the Chesapeake Bay in a submarine, one of my uh, dreams. It's, it's just going to be, it's gonna be a, a, a brackish beauty. Uh. So... Well, Francis, happy birthday to you. I hope you have a great time on that sub. Send me some pics. I will. I will. And how are you spending my birthday tomorrow? Um, I have, of course, as I always do, I have my little shrine to you set up in the corner of the office. I'm going to turn my camera so you can see it. I used to have got your picture oh. there. I got um, a receipt from that time that we went, we went to lunch, and I paid um, some old memos of yours, a few speeches. Uh, pretty, pretty excited. 
Um, so I will, of course, be lighting uh, my ceremonial piece of sage, and uh, I will call you in the evening to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you so much. Well, we could natter on about my birthday, but I think I'm excited to get on to our interview with Blaine Woo. De La Vega and Nick Kino. So please stick around. Hey, Francis. Hey, Ryan. Have you ever tried to get somewhere? <laughs> Do I ever? I feel like between the socks and the keys and the wallet and the shoes, it's just a mess. Not to mention, what do you do once you're down on the street? Just magically wait for your destination to come to you? I well, feel, I, I'm thinking Uber as hard as I can, but it's not exactly. working. Exactly. It doesn't work. So let me introduce you to TransitTub.com. Here's how it works. You download the TransitTub app and see a map of TransitTub portals, as they're known, near you. You simply walk with your two pre-installed legs over to the nearest portal, and at the appointed time, a TransitTub will pick you up and make stops on its route at all of the portals along the way. It uses a sophisticated AI to plot its route through traffic, utilizing a proprietary point A to point B algorithm to determine the shortest path to the next transit to portal. This is a device that will carry you and untold numbers of your fellow neighborhood friends all around any given city. I have never felt anything like it. Have you ridden on a transit tub yet, Francis? I did, I did. I was able to get into a transit tub yesterday. It was a very elegant clawfoot tub. I was not expecting. And so I sat in the tub, um, you know, little little um, reading materials were provided, and then we had to make a few stops. The other person just sort of slid right in there next to me. Um, then a couple more stops, a couple more people, and honestly, it felt like I was in a Sesame Street video. You know, oh. just the, the four or five of us sitting in the tub, really close to each other, getting to hear each other, you know. Did you all just, sing a song? We did. We sang at full volume as our oh, faces yeah. were right close to oh. each other. It was really, really refreshing. Oh. Look at that kind of uh, camaraderie with your fellow no. man these days. No, you're not going to find this on the bus. <laughs> the last uh, the, the last transit tub I took, I actually upgraded to the premium package for that ride. And I got the premium spa materials. So I had access to fancy shampoos, fancy soaps, even a bucket of water. I have never felt so clean or gotten somewhere so fast. And this is all open top too. So you're going oh, yeah. 30, 40 miles an hour while you're, you're chopping your back. You're feeling the city in your hair and on your naked body as you move. Folks, oh, you owe it to yourself to have a good time as you go around town, check out transittub.com. There is no place to enter an offer code. So what I want you to do is go down to the contact us link under the about page on transittub.com, send them an email and say, I am a listener of the One Nation Under Pod podcast. That's again, I am a listener of the One Nation Under Pod podcast. Tell them that you want to discount off the premium tier of Transit Tub for being a listener. And I'll see you. Well, you're gonna want, and you're gonna want to write that oh. in Thai probably. Oh, yes, of course. I'm yeah. sorry. They are, of course, they are uh, Korean. They are Korean oh, company. Sorry. Oh, no, excuse me. That was our other sponsor. Yes, this is Thai. This is Thai. <laughs> so, so you're going to want to make sure that's translated Folks, properly into When Thai. you're this popular, <laughs> yeah. you can get a few things mixed up. So, yes, that's I am a listener of the One Nation Under Pod podcast in Thai, uh, and I'll see you in the tub. <laughs> Oh, 
Hello and welcome back. We are here with Blaine De La Vega and Nick Kino, debate moderators extraordinaire. Blaine and Nick, welcome to the pod. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, we should be the ones honored. I mean, you're you're like yeah. the you're like the, the 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 king and queen of the Macy's Day Parade this week, moderating the debate. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, but it's, it's it's cute. It's cute what you guys have here. Yeah, it's very kind of you to say. We appreciate it absolutely. Oh, thank you. Thank so, you for uh, being here. In, in case our listeners aren't aware, could you give us a little background on sort of your experience as political journalist? What brought you to this moment? Uh, sure. Uh, Blaine, why don't, you, why don't you start? Oh, sure. Well, um, as you know, um, I've been a correspondent, one of the chief correspondents for Late Night Wit for the past seven years. And when the campaign chairman's reached out to me about this opportunity tomorrow, I just couldn't, I couldn't say no. I was, I was flattered to be chosen out of all the television personalities there are out there, as you might say. And I think I That's think wonderful. I think people know my story. You know, I uh, dropped out of school to start reporting on Montenegro. Uh, it was back in well, I guess it was maybe ninety three, ninety four, and then you know covering the Middle East beat for uh, however many years that was. And uh, really, it's just sort of it's, it's always been my calling. I think to try to, to tell the political story that no one's hearing. And uh, you know, and, and and it turns out this year that that story is you know going to come down to 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 these candidates that we're going to be having on stage tomorrow night. Nick, what would you say is the story, the the untold story, if you will, of this particular POTUS campaign? Uh, well, I, you know, <laughs> pretty straightforward question. It's 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 just a question of you know what beats what, you know, and it comes down to to. Oh. Uh, the American people, you know, what, what, what story can beat another story, what truth can beat another truth. And, and, and that's what we're going to be seeing fighting it out on stage. You know, uh, at the end of the day, is it, is it that raw power can sort of beat the call for a, a legal legislated society or that, you know, either of those can be just completely severed by, uh, you know, the, the, the calls of progress or that, you know, at the end of the day, uh, going to somehow come back to this nature that surrounds us and, and, and nurtures us. Unexpected answer. I love it. Yes. So, uh, so, so you're, you're going to be up there, you know, the nation's going to be in your hands tomorrow, mm-hmm. tomorrow night or Thursday night. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And so what is well, your philosophy going to be when it comes to moderating? Are you going to be light touch or are you going to be, you know, sort of treating these candidates like they're your toddlers at the playground? Well, well if I may, um, this isn't the first time for Nick or I that we've been in such high stakes situations with the country's eyes on us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know, no, I've won four Webbies for my work over the course of the past four years. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and so we are accustomed to this kind of pressure and we are accustomed to having goals that we need to meet within a specific mm-hmm. amount of time <laughs> and also with answers that one might not necessarily be willing to give, but we're determined to get anyway. I'd say it really comes down to imagine uh, something between a, a, a Marlin fisherman uh, and perhaps, uh, 
you know, love fish and marlin, love fish and marlin. Exactly. So, so picture, picture sort of a marlin fisherman uh, mixed with sort of an Olympic uh, javelin coach, perhaps. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, I could see that. We're, we're there. We're there both to you know to, to to capture something that is wild, little slippery, little unruly. But we're also there to guide something that will ultimately be precise right. and powerful right. and lethal. Right. We also, we absolutely recognize that this night, while we will be heavily featured, is ultimately, at the end of the day, not really about us. Right. Mm. Well, all right, yeah, sure. It, I mean, it's about the candidates, Nick. Mostly. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> call me crazy. A- am I picking up on something here? A little, seems to be a little bit of, uh, perhaps, tension going on between our guests. No, Blaine and I have had a case... Ben and I had a, had a long discussion before we uh, both agreed to do this debate. We decided that the past was the past. None of that was going to be coming out right. on stage. Uh, right. Right. To clarify, uh, I did it, let's not Let's get into know, it here, though. Yeah. Tell us I, about your best. Well, I did, not, I did not, to clarify, I did not know that Nick was going to be my co-host at the time of agreeing mm-hmm. to to moderate these debates. Um, well, yeah, sorry to clarify. Listeners don't know. In case our listeners don't know, uh, you two did used to be married, and you got divorced quite publicly on in, air, I believe. It was yes. on Anderson Cooper, wasn't it? Yes. Where the, yes. Uh, yes. And that was, that was almost two years ago. So that was November of 2018. And so, oh, happy um, anniversary. you know, we're both Big adults. Ventures. Yes. Well, yeah, and I, I, to, are the two, are the two related? In, we don't know. If I could step in, I don't think it's really fair to call it all that public. I mean, I think most, you know, engagements are public these days and no one watches Anderson. Uh, and uh, I mean, you you did say to Blaine, "You're ruining my life. I wish I never met you." While yelling over Al Sharpton at her, yes, on and Blaine, Anderson Cooper. Blaine, I, I believe uh, you had to lean over Anderson himself to set Nick's tie on fire. If I'm remembering the evening yeah. yes. correctly, well, honestly, Fairly honestly, memorable. that's something I'd been wanting to do for a long time. <laughs> With that tie well, specifically, ah. I mean, you all saw it, right? Everybody saw it. Some of us Nick. still watch Cooper. Some of us still watch the Coops. Nick, what tie will you be wearing tomorrow night? Uh, I assure you it's uh, an absolute classic. It's a Vergenza uh, oh. with a, 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 green, a green, green inlay and a, a sort of a sapphire uh, snail down in the bottom crease. Uh, our listeners God. can't see this, but I've just turned green with envy. Hey, don't threaten me with a good time over here. Uh, Blaine, I'd love to, to give our next question to you, um, and that is, when is it appropriate for the moderators, the moderators in a debate, to uh, not, not only uh, sort of jump in and, and get up close with the candidates, but to, to really get physical with them, to kind of get rough? Well, that's an excellent question. I think it's all circumstantial, right? I mean, everyone has to sign a waiver before stepping on the stage, so we really try to be mindful of everybody's hmm. What's the best way to put this? Uh, Personal space limitations. Uh Um, You know, some folks are more comfortable with physical touch than others. Some people even have it as a love language. I don't know. Um, It's 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 something that is unique to the individual. And so, Nick, Nick, if I were to ask you what Blaine's love language is, would you be able to tell me that? Oh, certainly, spite and jewelry. Okay, spite. (laughs) 
Does that mean these are the things that she likes to give or to receive? I never read the book. Well, that's a, that's a language. It goes both ways. It's both. It's both. It's, it's how, it's oh, how okay. she it's how you communicate. Sense. It's how she understands how and perceives. All right. If by that you mean plenty of spite and not enough jewelry, then yes. Sure. sure. Uh, too much, yeah. not enough, Nick, really. Nick, is that what you meant? Uh, look, uh, who am I? Who am I? Who am I to to interpret uh, the the wiles of woman uh, on on a podcast? Mm. Who are we all? Indeed. So, Nick, on the show, telling us that you are uncomfortable interpreting the actions of women. Do you think that's going to be a problem for you when you're talking to, to Kaylee on the stage? Can here? I answer this one? Because I think definitely. I think absolutely, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, please, mm-hmm. take it away. Was <laughs> oh, that your answer? Great. That's uh, my answer. Well, thank you very much, uh, Blaine. Uh, I'll say this. First of all, I, I do think it's actually a pretty critical element of uh, the uh, – sort of campaign that uh, Kaylee Groboss fortunately is uh, a girl and not yet a woman. Uh, and I think that all she needs is time, perhaps, uh, a moment that is hers to sort of uh, expound on her, her policies in a public way. But uh, look, I think it comes down to this. Uh, on this stage tonight, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't see men, women, uh, humans, mushrooms. I don't see uh, uh, colors. I don't see ages i see i see i see i see uh, spirits do you suffer from face blindness (laughs) only only when it's dark (laughs) nick nick giving a strong message that all lives matter ahead of this debate i think that's a it's a good thing for for everyone to hear (laughs) well i would love to ask how are you two planning to hold the audience's attention during this debate? What sort of special features might there be? Will there be, for example, feats of strength, trivia contests, uh, arm wrestling? Funny you should ask, actually. We, we, we definitely, uh, I, I will say this, uh, and I'd love, uh, I, think, I think Blaine's probably the one to go into detail, but we've actually really brought in some engaging elements, uh, I think, to yes. we're trying to move past a simple yes. question and answer. Yes, yes. We, we figured that the public has, has perhaps had enough of just simply talking heads. Sure. Going back and forth on, on, a, on a stage for the, for the past few months. And so, so we're trying to make it a little bit more dynamic, um, certainly more rigorous mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. And, and, and honestly, God, I love the way Francis... You Nick. Nick, 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 we promised we weren't going to do this. Nick, is there something that you would like to say to Blaine right now? I'm sorry, was that, was I on Jordan, great moderating. Is there, is there something that you would like to say? I'm, I'm sorry, I, I thought, I, I, I thought this, I thought there was a, a one-way mic feature. I thought if I, I thought if I, I thought when I said Blaine's name, it only, it connected Nick, me. Nick, it's oh, okay. no, 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 All, our, oh, our mics are, our mics are scorching hot. No, but this, uh, Nick, this, you've always been woefully <laughs> confused when it comes to technology. This very public, popular political podcast is a safe space emotionally. So if there's yes. something that you would like to say, you use the word engaging. I'm sorry, I just want to clarify. Like to can say, everything that I say on this podcast be heard by everyone who hears the podcast? 
Yes. Oh, yes. We don't have, have like ever... a PM feature on, on our audio. I right. mean, maybe no... some other politics podcasts do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, anyway, yeah, I, 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 think, it's, I think it's all group audio. Let, let's let's move forward. Uh, if you're actually, if you if you're interested, sure. we are happy to, to share with uh, with with the two of you uh, the, exactly the role that we expect uh, you two to play uh, in the course of tomorrow. Oh. Yes, oh. we would love to talk about yes. ourselves. Now, as, as intriguing as it was, hearing estranged lovers perhaps getting back together days before they're expected to perform nationally on a debate while holding their cool. Let's go talk about us. So yeah, let us know. <laughs> what can audiences expect from Francis and I on Thursday night? So this is really, it's been so, the product of, please, Blaine. Uh, no, 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 go. No, no Nick, no, 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 Nick. Nick, you do this one so well. Uh, so what we've been thinking is uh, really in the, in the interest of creating a more engaging debate experience, we are seeking out uh, a role that we are affectionately terming crisis simulators, uh, which, which and we... And the leaders ooh, is capitalized. Christ leader. I could absolutely no. be a Christ Always leader. Not. I want to be very clear. It's a Francis. crisis. Francis. Crisis. 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 Oh, crisis oh. simulator. Simulator. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's Got all right. It. Got it. That's all right. Uh, and, uh, and what does that mean? Well, believe it or not, I'm about to tell you. So uh, the crisis simulators are. I too believe it now. The crisis simulators are there to. Ryan, die. stop moderating the guests. Stop moderating the guests. Sorry, can you hear me? Is my microphone connected to you right now? Again, again, we can very well hear yes, you, Mister. That would Nick, be funnier we if we you. hadn't failed to record our last like one out of every three podcasts. Well, interns are notoriously unreliable. Uh, anyway, so oh, well said. So the way this will work is uh, basically we're going to pull each of our four candidates on stage into a uh, crisis simulation that will be led by the crisis simulators, most likely playing the role of a secretary of defense and a secretary of state, perhaps, who will be blow by blow taking our candidates through that crisis event and seeing just how they would respond in that situation room in the heat of the moment. We've all watched plenty of debates where at best we ask them, what will you do with the red line? What will you do with Iran? What will you do if you're caught in the Oval Office with a young seller of Boy Scout cookies on their knees in front of you? But we never get to live that moment with the but tomorrow with the two of you we will well i for one couldn't be more excited my god i can't think of a better person to guide these candidates through a crisis moment than you ryan (sighs) francis i cannot but imagine that they could ever be in better hands than in your lovingly cupped pause holding them tightly aloft above the debate stage, guiding them through a simulated crisis. Folks, it's going to be a debate unlike any other. Now, Nick and Blaine, would you say your relationship is in a crisis right now? Uh, n- no. No. I think that, uh, I mean, my therapist told me that I've been doing a lot of really good shadow work to get through this. Sure. With Nick. I've been, I've been stunning. Blaine, I'd like to ask you a question. Sure. If you were Nick. If I were Nick? If you were Nick, what would you say to you right now? Yes, if you were Nick and you were here right now, what would you, Nick, say to you? As this is... As Nick. As Nick. This is complicated because is it what I want to say or what I've been told by my therapist seven times that I should say? 
Interpret the question how you'd like. You have two minutes. Two minutes. Nick never really spoke that much when we were together, so I don't know if it's going to take two minutes. But you can um, reclaim your time. I can. Okay. You've eaten up a good forty-five seconds alone so far. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so if I were Nick speaking to Blaine right now, what I would want to hear was probably an apology. Probably like, and I'm sorry that I didn't see you and I wish you had seen me. And maybe I wish I had made it a little bit easier for you to see me when I'm you sorry, were just to clarify, this to is, see this me. This is Blaine as me Nick is speaking. As- Shut up, Nick. Nick, stop this it. Is- Nick is talking. Hit the mute. I'm hitting the mute. Hitting the mute. Do you see where I'm coming from, gentlemen? Do you see what what my hey. life was like for four Blaine, y- we're not here to longer? take sides. We're not here to take sides. You're obviously um, right. It doesn't take a statistician to see that. Nick, if you were Nick speaking to yourself as Nick also, what would you yeah. say to Nick? So, Nick, if Nick were here right now, what would Nick Nick say to Nick? I'll be honest. I have thought about this extensively. It would go something like this. Nick. Yes, Nick. Is that you? Yes, it's me. Nick. Am I talking to myself? Yes. Nick, you look so... He's in great shadow. You look so strong. Yeah, well, I've been thinking a lot. Ah, I know. What are you thinking about? Then this part goes on for about 20 minutes, but eventually uh, Uh they turn... You have 10 seconds. Yeah. But do you love her or not? I think it... uh... And that's sort of how it ends. Oh. What? Oh, cliffhanger. Exciting well, to see how that shakes the poles in your yeah. in your divorce tomorrow. We will pick this up tomorrow night when we lead you both through a simulated relationship crisis. I oh, great. am excited. Yes. Great. Excited. Just going to be see you, you us. at Dr. Weatherby's office. You, us, and the three candidates. We are looking forward. Well, to- uh, actually, uh, while we're actually- here, we, we do have uh, one more reveal that we think tonight might be the time to pull the lid off of. Uh, <gasps> don't tell reveals on the pod. Wilson, Wilson, sound effects, sound effects, Wilson. Oh, Wilson, Wilson. Fuck, we fired we fire him. God damn it, Wilson. Nick, Take it away. it's very exciting. Um, gentlemen, we're we're really excited to reveal to you that a fourth party of independent candidate, Maiko Delicious, Mike has officially of the mushroom party of the mushroom party has cleared the hurdles and will officially oh be featured God. in the debate wow. this week. Oh, along in with case his vice president. Aware. Mike Delicious, of course, farmer whose brain has been taken over by a mushroom hive mind and is now inviting flesh vessels to become part of the hive mind on his farm. Oh, so you knew him. Oh, good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, friend of the pod. Is it fair to say that a candidate uh, reminiscent of, of a plant that only shows up on spoiled food is a bit of a spoiler candidate in this race? Oh, long way around the block for that one. I'll say, I'll say to you, I, I featured Michael on my show as well, and he... He is just as much man as he is mushroom still. All right. Like the cordyceps mushroom, it's absolutely there. Nothing. It means nothing. Nothing happens. How much man am I relative to how much mushroom I am? You're 100% man and 0% mushroom. Unless you eat mushrooms for dinner, in which case you're probably like Mm. 97% man and 3% mushroom. Hey, hey, save it for tomorrow. Save Save it for for the debate. Lovers debate at Dr. Weatherby's office. (laughs) Debate. Uh, so, um, I know we're a little short on time, but would you like to do 
five questions with us? I, I would. Sure. Five questions. These, of course, five questions, the questions we ask every candidate or guest on the show. So if we're ready, it's time for five questions. Five questions. Five questions. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Ryan, Ryan, kick us off. All right. The first question goes to Blaine. Blaine, what does our country need the most right now? And why is it DC statehood? Oh, oh my goodness. Well, DC has about 800,000 residents within its city limits, give or take on any given day. And even though that this, even though this city is more populous than certain areas of certain states that have their own representatives, we don't have any representation in the House or in the Senate. Great answer. Great answer. Oh, sorry. No. So, (laughs) Nick. Nick, all right, this next one's coming to you, so I need you to get in your listening body. You just got a blank check from Congress to spend on one program. What is it? Save the entire um, corpus of uh, library documents. Sure. Classic answer. Latin. Uh, What Americans want to hear. Blaine, if you could have anyone from history on your cabinet, who would it be? Oh my goodness, what a phenomenal question. Thank you. Um, well, I would say Joan of Arc, but that's almost too close to the truth right oh. now. Still a fair answer. Um, All right, so you you heard it here, folks. If you were running for president, you would steal nobody's VP candidate. Oh, no, Joan I'm not. Arc I'm not put saying her on your that. Own. Move it on. I never yep. said Over to that. Nick. Oh, sorry, Blaine, we're going to have to mute you there. All right, <laughs> Nick, Nick, need to bring... Emotional self with me on this one. This is important. Right. Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron. <laughs> uh, wow, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a Jordan for me. Uh, something timeless, something powerful, something uh, that it once appeared in Space Jam. Exactly. Great answer. Oh, takes me back. Great answer. <laughs> All right, Blaine. This next one is for you, and this is our final question of the night. This being October, what is your favorite horror movie? Oh wow! I would say that our wedding a video. Very probably. tough one. Oh my uh, god! Nick, okay, Nick, we're Nick. Have to mute you. I burned it. You. I burned our wedding video. So what? I'm assuming. I'm assuming that we're speaking of horror movies that actually Have you exist. Check for her fingerprints over at the Creamer Farm. Have you checked for her fingerprints on that barn? He unmuted I himself. Burned he unmuted himself. the video, and I didn't burn the barn. Well. Another classic answer. <laughs> Look for that burned wedding video in the horror section of Netflix. Francis, you want to take us home? All right. Well, thank you again so much, Blaine and Nick, for being on our show. This has been quite a treat. Do you have any plugs you want to plug on your way out? Go vote uh, uh-huh. in two places. Vote. Mm-hmm. Go vote twice. Nick giving yes. every Bird American hair. a clear directive. Vote, vote, vote early, vote often. <laughs> Namely both. Vote at home. All right, vote Nick, thank you site. again. Hey, vote at the office if your you office here. is open. And so uh, thank you again for listening. And I want to encourage everyone to go listen to some of the more great offerings we have on the Illiberal Media Podcast Network. You're going to want to listen to a new one we just got in these Potter times. That's when uh, our guest... Haley Micus and Daniel huh? Flom give you a, a quick run through of some devices in your home you might not expect have some fantastic histories behind this how did the toaster get the spring in it i'm not gonna spoil it that's episode four now ryan what's going on in your pod neck of the woods 
I've still got my solo podcast, Buying with Ryan, where I take you on a guided tour of my online shopping habits from Amazon to Zappos. You will hear coupon codes, credit card numbers, zip codes, and my mother's maiden name. Tune in. Now, we have not gotten approval to use some of those brand names, so it's it's a little bit of dead space in that podcast, but still, it's a, <laughs> it's a great ride. Definitely would recommend checking it out. And so thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Also, as always, go out there. Make sure you're registered to vote. Go to vote411.org or vote.gov. Get registered. Get a plan. Get your voice heard. And you're going to want to stay tuned because we're going to have more great interviews with more great candidates. And we're going to be at the debate this Thursday, 7 p.m. Go to POTUSAmong.us and tune in. And that's it. So as always, I'm Francis Ford Coppola. I'm Ryan Feverman. Good night. Part of the Illiberal Media Network.